Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. And we are the parents of four kids under the age of six. We know that parenting can be tough, but it's also the most important thing we have ever done. Each week, we'll share stories from our family and discuss what we're learning as we parent in real life. And hopefully, we can learn something from each other along the way. So join us once a week as we laugh about the highs and lows of parenting. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. And welcome to episode six of Parenting in Real Life. And today we want to start out just with a little funny insight about our family uh, so you can get to know us a little bit better. So I married into a pretty intense family. Um, Intense in that they are intense in their emotions, um, hard huggers, pinchers. Um, my, My son the other day, he was... Uh, trying to get my attention, so he started just pinching the back of my arms and kept. <laughs> and um, our son right now, who Jack, who is eight months old, if you look at him when he's sitting in his high chair, his toes are always clenched. They're just in like these little balls of intensity, <laughs> little toes. And um, Chloe, when she, you see, you can just watch her face change if she gets mad about things or. It was about to explode. It's a normal face, and all of a sudden it scrunches and just gets really intense, and then she just, rah, you know, explodes. So, um, most of our kids have had some sort of stress face since the time they were eight months old. Remember, we took a video of Cammie when she was really little, and we're like, do your stress face, and she would. She would just tense up her face in her hands and make this stress face, and it was hilarious and she was our oldest and now all four of our children have a similar <laughs> face so <laughs> um i don't know what she's talking about yeah <laughs> i always get to blame that one on alan which is nice I'm like that's you <laughs> nope <laughs> so yeah our family is intense um but hopefully that makes for good um leaders and stuff when they're older that's what i feel like i'm always told <laughs> those qualities turn into good leadership so <laughs> stressed it's stressed it's a winner all right, so today what we wanted to talk about is having fun with your family. We kind of talked about this in the big family episode, I think it was episode two. We talked about how when you have a big family, it's easier for you to be genuine friends with your siblings. Regardless of the size of your family, though, I think it's important to just enjoy your time together, to do more than just live together. And so we wanted to share some of the things that we do. Um, Certainly not an exhaustive list, but these are some things that we really like to do either with our kids or have enjoyed doing with our families growing up. Um, And almost all of these things are free or essentially free because that's what we can afford right now. Um, So these are things that there's no excuse. If you make time to do them, you can do them. I think the only other thing I would say is sometimes if some of these things don't feel like you, you know, like things that you didn't grow up doing... Still give it a try. You, you you know, it might take some, you have to push through it a little bit at first, but I think you'll find that you enjoy yourself, and I definitely think that some of these things can help build a stronger family. So the first thing that we thought of is family fun night, which is something that we mentioned in our last episode, so I'm not going to go into detail, but... Um, every Friday we, we pick a usually a movie, and the kids like popcorn, and it's a time for us to be together and the kids always look forward to it so yeah it's fun it's really really simple but it's consistent which is that what i think makes it so important another thing this is a, a tanner my dad's family word they call it schnarning um i don't know where that came from or really what it means except that it involves food and conversation 
So tanners love to munch. You know, sit down at a meal is fine, but it's even better if you can kind of just kind of graze. And so we love <laughs> snack foods and then just good conversation. And that generally means really good conversation. Not just, hey, how are you? What did you do today? But tell me what you think about this or, you know, what made you want to do that? And really trying to get into each other's lives, not in a prying way, but just because we're genuinely interested in each other. Tanners are super good at that. Like when I first married into the family and people were getting to know me, they are so good about asking specific questions about my life to really get to know who I am more than the surface level stuff. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and they mentioned like cards you can put like game. I think people come up with these cards and ideas that you can purchase and have them on the table to ask those type of questions. If you're not good at coming up with that yourself and that'll kind of help prompt a good discussion. This is one of the things that is super awkward if you're not used to it. Yeah. But if you push past it, I think you do have some really good conversations. Mm-hmm. And I love to bake, and so I think it's fun to bake with my kids. And we also make uh, mini pizzas sometimes. And you can either use dough to make these small pizzas, or you can just do English muffins and give it to everyone and have each of your kids make their own pizzas. It's just just yeah. a fun little activity. Anything involving food, I think, is is a good start. Kids love food and who doesn't love food? So it's always a, an easy way to go. There was also an article um, that we found on my, it's mindbodygreen.com. Um, and it talks about Denmark. And in Denmark, they have a tradition that they call huga. And it's spelled way different than that. But huga <laughs> is, um, it's this concept of spending cozy time with your family. And so that reminded me of schnarning. Um, it's just making sure that you're setting aside time together with your family to just be together. It's it's we time. Uh, that's how they describe it, not me time. Another thing we like to do is play games. Um, so some of the games that we really like to play with our kids are Guess Who. And by the way, if you buy Guess Who now, it looks way different than when it was when we were kids. Yeah. Quality's not as good. Still a fun game, but just oh, it's just not the same. But anyway, we our kids are really starting to enjoy that. Also, uh, Candyland or Shoots and Ladders, or if you've ever played Spot It, um, surprisingly, our kids are really good at that. They can see the pictures, and, mm-hmm. and they have lots of fun finding those pictures in, on the cards. Yeah, Spot It. It's in a little tin can. It's not... It's small, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's fun and good for kids. A couple others. Um, I, I think I really got into games because my mom's family has a cabin. And so once you were old enough, usually when you were like 12, you got to stay up at night. All the kids had to go to bed, but all the adults and all the teenagers got to stay up and play games. And so games were a great way to not just like, otherwise you just sit around and watch TV or watch movies. And that's a terrible way to bond generally. You know, you don't talk to each other, you don't interact. But playing games, you're, you know, you're competitive and you're talking. And and so some of the games that we really love um, are Ticket to Ride. Another one that my, my grandma is, my grandma Tanner is famous for is what she called Mormon Bridge. I think it's a lot like normal bridge, but there's just no money involved. You you make bets, but it's there's no money on the line, so they called it Mormon Bridge. Alexis's family loves dominoes. You do the Mexican train or chicken foot, another mm-hmm. version. Another game I think some of our friends taught us is they call it the strip game. Not as risque as it sounds. All you do is you write um, names of famous people down. So everybody writes like ten names on a 
on 10 different strips of paper, and then you put all the names in a bucket, and then you do three rounds. The first round, you can describe them however you want. The second round, you get one word to describe them. And then the last round, you have to act it out. So you become familiar with the names in the bucket, um, but you just keep going through the bucket until everybody's done. You keep score. It's, it's a lot of fun. And those names, they don't have to be like celebrities. They can be famous people in history. They can be... People um, in the room. Yeah, people in the room. Uh, characters from books or movies. So you get a really wide variety mm-hmm. of people, which is really fun. Um, another one of my favorite games to play is Catchphrase. I played this a ton when I was in college, especially with my roommates, and we would stay up to all hours of the night like playing Catchphrase together, and we would... It's good bonding. So even if you don't have kids or your kids are too young for this, you can still play this with other adults, and it's really fun. Yeah. Games are just a great way to to interact. I feel like games aren't necessarily as popular anymore, but I think they're just such a good way, especially with your kids, to kind of bridge that gap. You might not have things to talk about in common, but games are kind of a common ground for everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that I like, and I've talked about it a lot already, is nature. Um, getting outside and getting kids in nature, they're, you know, they can't break things. They have wide open spaces. They don't have to be quiet. There's just so much that's good about nature. Um, and so I really try and find opportunities to get the kids outside. Um, so some more family activities you can do are science projects or crafts. Um, my kids really love art. They love coloring. They love painting. They love stickers. Um, my mom sent us some art kits um, uh, during the summer that they already came like to make these cute like paper bag um, puppets and stuff. So, you, so if you aren't as creative and don't want to have to start from scratch, maybe your kids would do a little bit better. Like there are kits available, mm-hmm. you know, and to help you get started. Yeah, I think uh, along with those is like occasionally do something like completely out there. Mm-hmm. My mom's all about sensory experiences. Yeah. So sometimes when we'll go over there, she'll make pudding, like just instant pudding, and let the kids color on wax paper. So kind of like use it as a finger paint, um, but it's it's chocolate pudding, you so know? They might, then they can lick their fingers afterwards. And right. Eat it and... And, and they love it, you know? Like they actually get to play with their food and it, it's okay. And it's uh, messy, but it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also this summer bought um, a book of experiments to do with the kids and we did one where, you know, it's baking center and vinegar and you put it in and it's these little monsters, like all this foam comes out. And they just had such a blast with that. And I didn't do as many as I wanted to this summer, but that's definitely something that they look forward to with the science experiments. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Another one is to work together. Now, you know, like cleaning up the room might not work, but if there's a big chore, I think kids get excited about that. If they get to help mom or dad, like clean out the garage or, you know, do do something big, kids, I think, naturally want to in, um, be involved in that. And so that can be another, another way to not necessarily play together, but do have fun together. When I'm cleaning the kitchen, I usually clean every Wednesday. And this Wednesday, I was um, mopping the floors, and Nathan comes in, and he wants to help mop. And he loves to spray the little spray on the floor and then use the mop. And so I let him do it and, you know, for a little bit, and then I, and then I finish up. But he loves to help me clean. Yeah. Um, another family activity that's really fun is reading books together. And you can, if you don't have a big library already, you can always go to the library and get books to check out and have your kids pick out books that they like. There's tons of blogs who share good 
children's books, you know, if you're not sure which ones to get and you want to look for good quality ones, which is usually for me. I feel like there's a lot of children's books that are just not awesome. Um. (laughs) And so if you need references, there's lots of blogs out there that review books and, you know, have good suggestions. So you can grab those from the library. Um, you could also even build a fort with your kids or have your kids build it and then read stories underneath it. Our, our kids love building forts. That's something that they really enjoy. And, and, um, so it's just a fun, different way to read stories together. Mm -hmm. Another thing that Alexis is actually really good at is just keeping an ear to the ground in terms of what's going on in the community. There are so many free events going on, like. Alexis found some like river dance thing that just happened to be teaching a class at the library. And so the girls went and they got to learn river dance. And then the next day they, they came again and they performed and then invited the kids that came to the class to perform. So there's always fun things like that, that you can do. Um, and it's generally free if you know you're doing it through the community. In fact, yesterday, right across the street from our house at the park, they were doing a river festival. Um, kind of to celebrate fall and, and everything. And so we went across the street and there was a petting zoo thing, you know, several animals you could pet and face painting and all these things. And it was all, it was all free. Mm-hmm. And they had, yeah, the kids had so much fun. They love stuff like that. And I love it too, because we can just kind of get out of the house and go do something fun together mm-hmm. that somebody else has done, you know, like I didn't have to put it together. It's already all ready for your kids to do. And, and they love that. Um, our kids also love dancing. They love dance parties. And we have a Wii, and we've had that for a few years. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with the game Just Dance. Um, I know they have tons of new versions now. We have some of the old ones. Um, but sometimes we'll turn that on, and the, and the kids just like to dance to the songs. Like, they'll try to do the actions, or, or we'll just play music, and they'll dance around. And that's fun. The whole family can get involved with the love of dance they don't get from me. They get from <laughs> their mom. But I think it's it's nice for your kids to see you kind of let your guard down and go mm-hmm. crazy. So I think that is a good an opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, those were just some of the things that our family likes to do. Um, and we'd yeah. love to, to hear what you love to do as well. Um, but I think in, in all of this, it's important to remember that you kind of have to make this, uh, a team effort. This family, these family activities kind of need to be, the family is all involved and whether that's, you know, going through your calendars and setting up a specific time, or maybe you want to get your kids to come up with activities of their own. Um, I think it's important to talk to your kids about this, this time together and really do make it something that you're doing regularly. Um, when I was, when I was a kid, I remember that my dad, he would pinky promise me. He said, you have to pinky promise that I would be a good teenager. And just cause he had been talking to other people who had teenagers and they're like, Oh, my kids were so good until they were teenagers, you know? And so he's like, okay, you gotta be a good teen. And, um, and I think to him, part of that was wanting to be with the family because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, as you become a teenager, all of a sudden your friends are more important and you'd rather be with your friends than you'd be with your family. And that's something that definitely happened to me. Um, by the time I was a senior in high school, I wanted to be with my friends more. And, um, Alan has younger siblings and after we were married, we saw that same thing happen with these younger siblings. I think it's just, that's normal. Yeah. It's very normal. And so, um, 
hopefully creating this time when your kids will help them still want to spend time together as a family, even as teenagers. And I think maybe even if they back away from that, they don't, hopefully that will, they'll remember those times as they get a little bit older, you know, in their twenties and they're out of the house and they're like, Oh, I remember those fun times that we had when we were kids and want to do that again. And hopefully Mm -hmm. it all, it all comes back. (laughs) Yeah. And I think this is important that it's, it's more than just family vacations when you're having fun with your family. You can't just do it once a year. It needs to be something you do regularly. So whatever that is for you and your family, make sure that it, it's something that you're doing a lot, you know, because it's not going to feel natural. It's not going to be it's not going to be memorable. It's not going to be impactful if it's not um, frequent. Mm-hmm. And so you need to, to, to do it a lot. So anyways, we uh, we hope that some of these ideas helped you that maybe if you're like, I don't know how we can have fun with our family, maybe some of these um, sparked uh an idea for you or sounds uh, plausible or fun for you. Um, And we really encourage you to just get out and have fun with your family. I think it's, Mm -hmm. it's so important that your family is, is not just a functional unit, but it's also a fun unit. Um, And uh, so if, if you have things that you like to do with your family, if there's other things that we missed, we'd love if you'd share them with us. Um, And so please, email us or uh, hit us up on social media. We'd love to hear your ideas. We want to hear from you. So you can make a comment on Instagram, on my feed at Learn As We Go, uh, or on my blog. I have a podcast uh, tab at the top of my blog at learnaswego.org. Yep. Or you can tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner 1. And you can also email us, parentinginreallifepodcast at gmail.com. Also, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating. And a special thanks for our four kids for being kids. What would you think? I liked it. I liked it too.